This is the Answer Your Unique Calling podcast. This podcast provides tips, tools, and inspiring stories for creating clarity around your calling, opening your heart to infinite possibilities, and enabling you to have the greatest impact on the world. I'm Julian Crossenhill, a certified spiritual life coach, meditation teacher, human design specialist, and founder of Pre-Survenana. And most recently, I've joined the faculty at Starseed Academy Coach Training. It's my mission to teach and guide others in living a spiritually aligned life that answers their unique calling. Welcome, and thanks for listening. On today's episode, I want to talk about how it sometimes looks like people who have answered their unique calling are working miracles. And what I mean by that is, you know, people who have answered their calling that are really passionate about what they're doing, that really have seen something in the world that just doesn't sit right with them, that they just can't accept the status quo. And they've felt that so powerfully and so strongly that they've really adopted that or taken that as their sole mission and really answered that as a type of calling to address whatever it is that isn't sitting right with them or that they feel needs to happen to move, you know, spirit, move our evolution as a, as a race and our consciousness forward. And those people suddenly, it seems like they manifest things with incredible ease. Like it just feels like miracles happen wherever they go. And I, there's a reason for that. And that's what I want to talk about today is why people who have really embraced their unique calling, whether they've done it as a side of what they do in their regular career, whether they have made it a full-time work through a not-for-profit or some other means, or whether they've started their own spirituality-based business and really stepped into this role of being a solepreneur, these people seem to have a knack and a talent for making the miraculous happen all around them. And I know that even in my own business, once I sort of stopped saying yes to things that weren't aligned for me and started to really embrace my calling, I've noticed that opportunities just seem to appear in an almost miraculous fashion. And so I wanted to, you know, in this episode, first of all, give a couple of examples so that I can kind of illustrate what I'm talking about with people who have answered their calling and their ability to sort of make things almost seem miraculous. And then I want to talk about why that is, what is happening energetically when people step into that position of answering their unique calling that allows them to manifest these amazing opportunities and experiences with such ease. Because you can do this too. You can be a miracle worker as well. It just, you need to get into a certain energetic state, which I believe strongly that when you've answered your unique calling and aligned to your soul mission, it's much easier to get into that state, which, you know, allows you to sort of create these miraculous things all around you. So let me give you a couple of examples. So there is a gentleman um, here in the Dayton area where I am um, that runs a not-for-profit called Have a Gay Day. And this organization, you know, just sort of was started, it started as a Facebook page just to sort of, you know, address issues around LGBTQ plus equality and life, um, some of the struggles that LGBTQ people experience and just sort of, you know, 
had a lightness and a sort of humor about it. And this group has grown into having, you know, first they had a small location and they recently um, needed to move location. And they moved to a space in an older neighborhood that is definitely somewhat economically challenged. And there was a lot of pushback from the more affluent white LGBTQ community about choosing this neighborhood. You know, people were saying that they were going to have people, you know, vandalizing their office space, have hate directed at them, all of these things. But they definitely, you know, one of the things that this person said was, you know, that really stuck with me was this community needs us and there's so much need in this community. And so we don't believe that we'll be received that way. And in fact, they haven't. Um, He is so aligned with his mission and his soul calling with what he is doing that they have done incredible things. They've received several grants. They've won a couple of awards. They now have coolers that they're stocking. um, You know, they're running a food bank in the area and they're stocking cold products and frozen products. And they have pallets and pallets of pet food being donated. And they're just addressing tremendous need in the area that they are. And they're helping pretty much anyone who comes to them. They're not just restricting it to LGBTQ plus people. They're sort of acting as ambassadors of LGBTQ people in addressing the need in this community. And it's such an amazing thing to see. And it just feels like whenever they get involved, suddenly miracles happen in order to allow them to achieve their mission. And so that's one example of someone who has really seen something in the world that didn't sit with them. The status quo wasn't working for them. And they made a conscious choice to accept that as their calling and to step into that role of of working to change it. And in that process, they've created such energetic alignment that these somewhat miraculous things are happening to them and they're manifesting all this incredible good. Um, Another example I wanna give because I know there's a lot of soulpreneurs out there and, you know, being a soulpreneur, running a spiritually based business can be a challenge, especially if you've never been in business before. And, you know, there's a lot of um, conditioning and false beliefs around owning a business that many of us bring to our soulpreneur based businesses in the beginning. And, A lot of you know um, Minerva Maharaj. I work for her with her business, Starseed Academy Coach Training. And Minerva, I think, is another example of someone who just seems to be able to miraculously manifest things when she needs them. She recently, you know, had an established coaching business and was very successful in her coaching business, was constantly growing it. She launched a coach training school and ran her first cohort, and then gave birth to her son. And she just has managed to create these opportunities and experiences for herself where she's able to take the time to raise her children, to spend time with her family, to start, you know, run a coach training school and a coaching business, have time to meditate, have time to exercise. You know, she shares all these amazing things on her social media that she finds time to do. And she's just been able to really manifest 
a lot of ease and flow, which is what she wanted in her business. And she's another person that I really believe that she's able to do that. And it looks miraculous and easy to everyone else. But Minerva is able to do that because she's very energetically aligned with her soul mission and her unique calling of what she is meant to be doing in this life and here. And so it has made it seem very easy for her. So let's talk about what all of these people have in common and why it's so easy for them to just simply manifest these incredible, almost miraculous things. So manifestation, you know, we always talk about how our thoughts create our reality, right? Um, you know, Seth in the Jane Roberts book says, you create your own reality, there is no other rule. Um, Dr. Joe Dispenza talks about creating our reality. And of course, there's a lot to do with quantum physics and how everything in the universe is made up of energy. And when we align our energy, we are able to manipulate things in our reality. And from a human design perspective, though, I want to kind of talk about how human design views this, or at least how I apply human design to it, because I think it's sort of um, illustrative of how answering your unique calling can kind of help you do this. So there's really, first of all, in human design, there are sort of three parts of our manifested form. There's the magnetic monopole, which is seated in our G center, the center of our identity and our direction. There's the design crystal, which is a fragment of universal consciousness that is responsible for creating the energy and the dimension of our physical form. And there's the personality crystal that comes into our being shortly before we're born. Um, and it's actually, you know, the part of that kind of creates our conscious mind and our conscious personality. And these three parts work together in very powerful ways. So the personality crystal and the mind are meant to be the passenger. They're just sort of there along for the ride. So our awareness and our consciousness and our, and our thinking apparatus is really designed to kind of go along for the ride. It's not really what should be where we should be making our decisions from. The design crystal is the car. I mean, it's, it's the part that has been responsible for creating our form. It's what creates our design. And so it's actually the vehicle. It's what we're riding around in this lifetime in. And I think all of us can kind of understand that analogy. Um, and then finally, the magnetic monopole is the, is the driver. It's the part that's pulling us in the direction we need to go. Because the magnetic monopole is the part that, you know, is holding the design crystal and the personality crystal together in our form and creating that illusion that we are separate from the rest of the universe. And it is an illusion. We are all part of a universal consciousness. So the magnetic monopole is designed to be the driver because it knows what opportunities and experiences we need to have in order to fulfill the work that we decided to do when we came here to this incarnation. And so, you know, our calling is definitely part of that. And the magnetic monopole is attracting those experiences, people and opportunities to us that are going to allow us to fulfill that calling. And it's also pulling us towards that calling as well. So in human design, and this also applies to other systems of looking at manifesting our reality, Joe Dispenza talks about this as well, there's really three elements to creating our reality. So a lot of people say our thoughts create our reality, and that's partially true. Our thoughts are a big element of it. And mental rehearsal is a big part of this as well, like being able to really visualize ourselves 
in a situation or having completed something or manifested something. But it's really our, there's really our two other pieces to it. So the magnetic monopole is kind of pulling us in a certain direction. It's pulling people and experiences and opportunities and things towards us that are going to help us fulfill the work that we came here to do, help us fulfill our calling, you know, take us in the right direction that we're meant to go. And in human design, it's the feelings arising out of the solar plexus feeling that um, calibrate the magnetic monopole. So basically the, the sort of cycle is we have, you know, there's sort of three really big pieces here. There's the thoughts which help generate the feelings which calibrate the magnetic monopole. And remember the magnetic monopole, and this is critical here, is in the G center, which is our identity. So the third part is who are we being in the moment? How are we showing up and who are we being in the moment? That's the third part. And so these three parts work together. And the challenge is getting them all in alignment because if we're thinking positive thoughts, it's not enough to manifest things just by thinking positive thoughts, you know, and there, there's this sort of trend of toxic positivity where we don't ever acknowledge that we were frustrated or we had a sad day or, you know, we, everything went wrong. Um, we, you know, that, that's not healthy to, to not acknowledge those, those Feelings are there and they're valid and we need to lean into them and experience them and feel them. They're a big part of our, our human experience. And so toxic positivity will never manifest our desires or the reality that we want to create because if we're just thinking positive thoughts, but underneath it, we have doubts and we're worried or we're concerned and we're showing up in a certain way that doesn't match the way we need to be to receive the thing that we're trying to manifest, we're never going to achieve it. So toxic positivity is not the way and simply thinking our, th our way through it won't get us there. We also have to have the feelings of the experience. We have to be aligned in our feelings and our, in our emotions. And often this means feeling the way we'll feel when that thing is in our reality. So, you know, um, I had an experience recently that I can share to kind of help illustrate this. Um, we had a sick cat over the weekend and we had to take him to the emergency vet and he was hospitalized while they were running a lot of tests trying to figure out what was wrong with him. And in the past, I've had pets who went into emergency vet centers and the prognosis came out really grim um, or we had to euthanize the pet because they were seriously ill. And so... You know, I was thinking he's going to be all right. We're going to, they're going to find what's wrong with him. We're going to bring him home. It's going to be treatable. And underneath it, you know, there's still, you're struggling with these feelings of, you know, dread and stress and worry based on the, your past experiences. And so the challenge for me in this, you know, this weekend in this experience I had was as I'm thinking these positive thoughts about, the cat being well and them finding what was wrong and it being treatable, I had to overcome those feelings. So instead, I would focus on the relief and the joy that I would feel when we brought him home. You know, how how was I going to feel when we brought the cat home and he was well and he was back to himself? And so by focusing on those feelings and experiencing those feelings in my energetic body and in my being, I was aligning my feelings with the thoughts that I was having, and those then are calibrating the magnetic monopole. So I was showing up in a very confident, 
non-worried, non-stressed way. And I, I, I continued to assure my husband he would be fine. And things did work out. It turned out that, you know, he's, he's got an, he's got IBD, which we just have to manage with diet. So, you know, was a wonderful outcome for us, but it was, you know, a great exercise for me and a reminder of how this three-part process really works, that you can't just think positive thoughts. You also have to align feeling and how you're being in the moment. And the reason this is all important and why this really relates is, you know, I mentioned the magnetic monopole in that piece. And because it's in the center of identity, it's all about who are you being in that moment when you're trying to manifest something new in your reality. And people who have answered their unique calling are very aligned with that G-center identity of who they are and where they're going in life. They've really aligned to their soul calling, to their soul mission, and they're stepping up and really like going going forward at addressing things that haven't sat right with them, you know, things in the world that they see that are broken. And it's such a strong, like soul feeling that this isn't right. And I can make a change here that it creates a real shift in who they're being once they've accepted that calling and fully stepped into it. And then it's much easier to align their thoughts and their feelings to who they're being in a way that they manifest things and create opportunities and experiences that to outsiders, to other people seem miraculous. It seems like, wow, they're just, you know, setting them up and knocking them down. It looks really easy. And, you know, it's not that people who have answered the calling don't still struggle, you know, with doubts or with not being able to manifest what they want. I mean, yeah, it still can be a lot of effort, but it definitely is easier when you're aligned in all three parts of your being. When you're thinking, I, you know, I really want to see this change in the world, when you're feeling it really deeply, and when you have stepped into actually being it, you know, just thinking about, I want to see this change in the world and really feeling passionate about that change, but then doing nothing about it and being the same person who's not contributing to the solution, something's misaligned there. So of course, it's going to be challenging for you to manifest the things that you want to manifest into your life. But when those three are aligned, you know, you see something, you really think this needs to change and I can change it. And you feel passionate and you feel certain that you can have an impact and you step into that and show up. Now all three parts of you are aligned and you're going to be manifesting things with a lot more ease and flow, which is obviously the goal that all of us would like in our lives to be able to truly create our reality. So it's not miraculous. It's very simple, really, that, you know, creating and manifesting what you want your reality, you just have to find that alignment between the three parts of your being. And one of the easiest and quickest ways to do that is to really get in touch with your unique calling and step into it and answer it because then you're showing up as your deepest, most core authentic self. And in a way that is going to make it much simpler for you to align your thinking and your feelings to how you're being in the moment. So, um, we all want to create our own reality. We all want to manifest the things that we want and, To do so, we really have to align those three beings. And so 
um, the three parts of ourselves, who we're being, what we're thinking, what we're feeling. And so answering our unique calling helps us do that um, on a very powerful level that goes even deeper than what most of us experience when we're just trying to manifest things that we want in our lives. And so I hope that this has sort of helped illustrate for you that even though answering your unique calling can feel scary, um, it can feel like really risky, really scary, can feel like, you know, that you're going to be alone or that people aren't going to understand or that you're going to outgrow your friends or people that you're close to. And that you also are receiving these really wonderful additional tool set to enable you to really go after and do that calling. And when you do that, it's going to make everything else in your life and in creating your reality and manifesting what you desire just happen with a lot more ease and flow. You're no longer fighting your soul mission and your calling, which allows you to just really be aligned on all three levels. I hope that helps you gain a little insight into how you can have more clarity around creating the reality that you want in your life. Bright blessings. You can find me on the web at www.priestofinana.com. That's www.priestofinana.com, Inanna, I-N-A-N-N-A. You can also find me on Instagram, priest, at Priest of Inanna. Are you a soulpreneur? You've answered your unique calling by starting a spirituality-based business. Maybe now you find yourself overwhelmed. There's so much to do for your business and so many things you've never done before that you need to learn how to do. With an ever-growing to-do list, you may feel like you'll never get everything done. Decisions become complicated and you may feel like you need to work all the time. Even worse, our old friend imposter syndrome puts his head up, you struggle with your pricing, and every business coach on the planet wants to sell you a marketing system. I've been there. It's why I've created my Soulpreneur Energetic Success Program. This coaching program helps you use your human design, storytelling, ritual, and transformational coaching to build your Soulpreneur business. Discover how to make the best decisions for you, how to find the most aligned action to take, overcome imposter syndrome, confidently charge what your services are worth, and move forward with ease and grace. Visit my website, www.priestofanana.com, to schedule a free intro call.